Good Monday morning, RP physicians and support team members. Hope you had a great weekend. Mine was awesome. My daughter was in town visiting from Seattle, which is always fantastic. And my Penn State basketball team continued their Cinderella run all the way to the Big Ten tournament championship game. Unfortunately, losing by two points Sunday to Purdue. A good run while it lasted. Anyway, on to business. First, a quick thing to get out of the way. I've had uh, quite a few people reach out and ask if we have any exposure to the failure of Silicon Valley Bank. Good question. The answer is no. We have no exposure to SVB. Uh, also, as our CFO Jamie noted in a practice-wide email, we regularly take steps to manage the risk of overexposure to any particular bank or other financial counterparty. Okay, now on to the topic of the week. This week's topic is, everyone is really busy. Why should we be making the extra effort to develop and adhere to clinical best practices? As you know, RP's clinical team, including the many physicians who participate on our subspecialty divisions, have developed several evidence-based clinical best practice recommendations, or BPRs for short. These physicians continue to focus on developing additional value-added BPRs. And in fact, the new adrenal BPR has started to be rolled out, and the new renal BPR will be in beta in April. We have also developed a proprietary AI tool called RecoMD that makes it easier for physicians to implement BPRs into their reporting. It's a critically important tool because otherwise, it becomes near impossible for physicians to adhere to BPRs given all the other demands on their time. So why should we make the extra effort to achieve strong scores under our BPRs? Well, adherence to BPRs does six things by my estimation. Number one, it reduces clinical variability. Number two, it improves patient care and saves patient lives in many cases. Number three, it reduces unnecessary utilization. Number four, it simplifies the recommendation process for our radiologists. Number five, it demonstrates quantitative measures of the quality that we deliver. Moving beyond just saying we deliver high quality radiology to proving that we do. And six, it provides additional medical legal protection for our physicians who follow the evidence-based expert developed standard of care adopted by the largest radiology practice in the world. Now, I'd like to give you some numbers about the patient impact of reduced clinical variability. Based upon our clinical team's research, adhering to our AAA, ITN, and lung nodule BPRs, for example, at the 75% level compared to the baseline performance of our local practices, which we measure before they join the program, would result in Number one, approximately 5,450 ruptures avoided per year, most of which, by the way, would otherwise result in avoidable deaths as the mortality rate of a ruptured AAA is over 90%. Second, approximately 2,150 additional thyroid cancers identified per year. And third, approximately 2,800 additional lung cancers identified per year. These are astounding numbers and hopefully make self-evident why adhering to BPRs is vitally important to our patients. Focusing on unnecessary utilization, our ITN and lung programs, based upon the same assumption of increasing from the baseline to 75% adherence, 
would result in approximately 21,550 unnecessary biopsies avoided per year and approximately 68,850 unnecessary lung nodule follow-ups avoided per year. Again, very big and important numbers. Now, not all of our practices have yet implemented BPRs and RecoMD. There are a myriad of reasons for that, but we are making good progress towards getting all of our practices included in the program. Right now, we have 43 local practices participating, with 38 of them on RecoMD. And there are several practices in the near-term implementation pipeline for both. If your local practice is on the BPRs, do you know your individual score? Do you know the scores of your own local practice? Do you know how your practice compares to other practices within RP? If not, engage with your local practice leadership. You might be surprised at how much progress some local practices have made on BPRs and how little others have made. Also, there are enough local RP practices with consistently outstanding scores to demonstrate that all local RP practices ought to be able to achieve strong clinical BPR performance. Further, is your practice one of the 38 practices that have RecoMD available? If so, please take the time to learn how to use it and make sure you become an active user. Did you know that only 50% of physicians who have RecoMD available to them are active users? A bunch of others are occasional users, and almost 25% of the physicians who have RecoMD available to them don't use it at all. This is particularly disappointing because our data shows that those physicians that are active users of RecoMD perform more than 50% better on BPRs compared to those who do not engage or occasionally engage with, uh, with the tool. Now, I'm fully aware that the tools and processes around BPRs can get better. They have been improving and will continue to do so. That is the job of the clinical teams and the IT teams. On the other hand, it's important for RP physicians who have these programs available to them to fully embrace them without waiting for perfection. Back to number five on my list of why BPRs are important, jumping around a little bit here, is the value of having quantitative measures of quality which highlight the value of our services. I think Dr. Will Weathers of Mountain Radiology sums it up best when he said, the BPRs and RecoMD are a huge value add for us since joining RP. They increase our efficiency and demonstrate value to our clients, C-suite and board. By the way, Mountain was our January MVP for the AAA program. Thank you, Dr. Weathers and the rest of the Mountain Radiology team for having such a positive impact on your patients. I think Will is absolutely correct. BPRs and RecoMD help demonstrate additional value to our clients. They also demonstrate value to payers, and I believe will ultimately influence how much we are paid and how we are paid. Uh, they also improve patient care and save lives, as I noted a few minutes ago. That in and of itself is reason enough for us all work together to drive adherence to the BPRs and to continue to improve the tools and processes that make it as easy as possible. If you have the BPR program and tools now, please embrace them. If you don't have them just yet, please embrace them as soon as they are available to your local practice. Together, we can make a big impact on patient care, further differentiate our practice, and perhaps ultimately force all other radiology practices to follow our lead 
making evidence-based guidelines and quantitative measures of quality commonplace in radiology. I think all patients deserve at least that much. Thanks very much for listening. Hope you have a great week. Please continue to encourage your colleagues to listen to the Monday Morning Memo and engage more actively with their practice. Talk soon.